0: 2020 is killing me. <laughs> 2020 is killing me. This is the most fucked up beautiful emotional roller coaster I have ever seen. Um s- uh, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. Um I just saw the trailer for uh Call of the Wild. <sighs> god Harrison Ford I love you so much I can't oh my god Harrison Ford oh god daddy fuck me like (laughs) that's so horrible and so after show but so the level of like oh my god thank you Harrison Ford holy fuck if you have not seen the trailer for call of the wild stop Stop right now. Pause this. Go watch that. Uh um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It th- this is something that I'm I'm tweeting out now and I'm I'm framing in a, a specific way because it it really is like right now. <laughs> I I think I have a problem, <laughs> you guys. Um I think I have I think I'm addicted to like crying porn <laughs> cuz I can't stop. I <laughs> Oh, and I'm laughing about it, but it's a serious problem. Oh god, I, there's just so much. <sighs> Fuck, there's so much good shit that needs to be amplified and so much of this for me is just like trying to center myself and do th- do do that. Not only do my own part, but also share my origin story of how I got to where I am. It is because I've stood on the shoulders of giants, you know, uh, like John D. Boswell and Reed Gower and Nigel Stanford. Uh, those three humans right there, they, if, (laughs) if you see what I'm trying to build with Mindwave, and, uh, you're like, holy fuck, that needs to happen, those are the three people that inspired me, um, and that should come with a slight asterisk, uh, because I know my approach is uh, slightly different <laughs> L- slightly different um but it's real, like the thing we're doing is real, <laughs> you know what I mean um, uh, so that's Ha uh. <laughs> ha. I mean that's 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 where I'm at right now. I I am literally addicted to emotional porn and I can't stop. And this doesn't feel like a a bad addiction. It feels like a super healthy one. Like it feels super healthy to cry like the littlest bitch on the planet for a minute. It I can't explain it. Like <laughs> If I've gotten you anywhere close to that, you kind of get what I'm saying, but like that part of it, like we absolutely need to embrace that. That is that is in the core of everything we're trying to do. Um <laughs> so I watched this trailer earlier. <clears throat> Scoozies. I watched this trailer for Call of the Wild. And holy fuck. Of course Harrison can do it. This is the guy. they the like, oh my god. And I, I've mentioned before on the show, I'm not a reader. I really like ideas and I really like information. But the text-to-brain translation rate isn't... Great. So I'm not great at reading books or writing text, but the idea part, I'm like, oh yeah. So, in uh, for a lot of us who, if any, if any of you out there are like, if you just heard that sentence and that resonated with you, like yeah, like they made us read books in school, and it was excruciating, but the process. Made stump, <laughs> uh, Jesus, stumbly wumbly. Uh, that's mind wave. It the process exposed us to beautiful stories, and for some of us, they they stay with us. They stick with us. They're they are invisible <laughs> emotional ground wires to our childhood that we don't uh talk about enough and there are only really there are only really like two books <laughs> uh maybe three that i was forced to read uh excruciatingly force myself to get this story into my head call of the wild is like holy fuck how Oh, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Oh, my God. You guys, I will. I will. <sighs> Shut up and take my money, Harrison Ford. Shut up and take my money. I need that now. I need it right fucking now. Uh, And we will go into the book's and movies and artists and musicians and authors who inspired us on the show. I think that's largely part of creating the Mind Wave universe is not only getting getting this shit out there and telling the stories, but also providing context for like how people got to where they are, and I haven't—I haven't been great about that, and I'm literally just realizing this this morning. Um, because if—if if, I mean personally on Facebook, if you're my Facebook friend, you know I've been sharing from Sagan series and Melody Sheep. And Nigel Stanford. And I've been saying the same thing for years. I created this page called Earth Space. um, Which I've totally neglected. (laughs) Like a uh, (laughs) adopted child I forgot about in the corner. And has just been subsisting on dry ramen and cockroaches. (laughs) But it was a good idea. It was just about getting... Collecting all of the things that inspired me in one place, um, specifically video content, all of the things that inspired me as a creator. Um, So if you haven't checked out Earthspace, go do that, because that's literally all it is. There's no comments, there's no discussion, there's no anything. It's just a long list (laughs) Of crazy YouTube videos that have inspired me to do this work. And I think if we just give the space, kind of, allow the canvas to provide that much more color, I really think that that's going to be a huge edge in the way that we uh be different. I, I've... I mean, anyway, Earth, space. I, I chose that name for a very specific reason. From a cosmetic design standpoint, the words Earth and space are the same number of letters and they stack very nicely and top of each other in, uh symmetry. I fucking love symmetry, man. <laughs> It it gives my heart a weird nerd boner when I see symmetry in the universe. So, uh, it it kind of is about that boundary between the life down here and what's up there. It's a gradient. It absolutely fucking is. It's not, there's not a sharp line that distinguishes who we are and what we're doing down here as humans, as human animals. There's not a sharp line between that and what is happening on the larger scale universe. (laughs) And that's ultimately been my, I mean, this has been my calling for a long time. And uh, I just do want to. I I just do want to like also say that uh, the whole killing baby Hitler episode was turmoil. <laughs> so listening back to it, as I said, I'm a careful listener. I realize I repeated myself, but it it was important shit to repeat. So, um, but it that's really what it is and that that's another thing uh that I realize I hear myself saying a lot. I hear myself saying a lot of things um uh, <laughs> over and over and I'm like, you've said that before and I'm like mm, well that's important. So it's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My Mindwave Legacies will get that. It's fine, in quotes, is gonna be the first t-shirt in the Mindwave Universe sandbox uh swag shack merch store that is uh eventually going to exist. It it's fine. <laughs> anyway, um No, I mean, like, a lot of this is just... And this goes back a little bit to reaching the top of Maslow's Pyramid from the uh, other emotional purse dumping on the collective bathroom sink of humanity that I had a couple days ago, whenever that was, I don't know. (laughs) But that's something that you should be aware of, that unlike I... (laughs) I, as a listener, am seeing the content I'm putting out and going, oh, (laughs) so that is definitely a thing. Um, but really it's just about showing your true colors, um, being your fucking self, being able to put your foot down and then say what you actually believe, um, I've noticed I've also used the word fundamental, <laughs> like, gratuitously, almost to the point where it's pornographic. Uh, so maybe fundamental will be another thing that's on a Mindwave University shirt over at the Mindwave Slag shack. Uh Jesus. Um, I'm going to use the rest of my time here to plug the Mindwave universe, which is something that doesn't exist yet, but it's something that I want to exist. Um, And it's going to take some convincing (laughs) on the uh, behalf of the consumer to opt in, in heavy air quotes, uh, to this thing that i'm trying to do because it is different and it is an opt-in type of thing uh i need a way i need a way to get to know you better as a person like you specifically the person who's listening to this like and that's my way to do it I mean, Facebook's not great. Twitter's not great. Uh, Nothing is really great in terms of social media platforms in returning to what I've been calling Ubuntu, (laughs) Uh, referring to the African philosophy, the love of humanity, basically. Um, And whatever... Time I'm spending. However, I choose to engage with you, I want it to be meaningful. I don't want it to be shallow and superficial and prepackaged and corporatized because that's exactly why this is a fucking podcast and not on, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, I, I can't even think of a channel that would put anything remotely like this out on the mainstream media. But, it, I mean, you kind of get my point here, I hope, is that, like, so much of our frustration, so much of our angst, so much of our turmoil, so much of our struggle is just based off of this basic thing that you know we don't we don't have anywhere to go <laughs> we we don't have any we don't have a sandbox to play in, and that is ultimately mind wave's number one goal is to provide you a sandbox to play in because again, and I'm not gonna cry, I swear. But, you know, I am a child of the 80s. <laughs> Mr. Rogers had a huge influence on me. Like, you, you, it is you. Like, just the way you are. You know. uh, And that's how I want to engage with you. Because if you're listening to this right now, that means you've taken time out of your day... <laughs> To listen to what comes out of my crazy fucking mouth. And that's worth something. It's worth something to me. You're not a passive observer. You're a participant. And I need a way. I need a way. I need a one-on-one relationship with you. As the listener. And I will maintain this. As long as humanly possible. Because that's the core. That's the ethic of what I'm trying to do. You know, it's about humans. It's It's about telling human stories and getting people kind of spiritually fucked up in a way that gets them to see the world that we live in, see their neighbors for the first time, you know, see the wonder... In a child's eyes. When they see something for the first time. To be able to reclaim masculinity. uh, As a personal slight tangent for me. Because this has been hugely uh, challenging. And the last voicemail blast. Really kind of made me think that this is the right move because men do need to cry. Men absolutely do need to cry and it, it it's a function of biology. I mean set aside mental health like it will absolutely imprint <laughs> it will absolutely improve your mental health. Uh, dude bro, but uh, fundamentally, this is a biological thing. Bro, you need to fucking cry. It, Whatever you have to do, this is like, this is literally the biological equivalent of getting off. Like, you have to do that. And once you start doing that on, like, a regular basis, you'll be like, oh, uh, <laughs> Whoa. Uh, if you don't do that, uh, you become a crazy incel, I guess. <laughs> so that's my message to you, um, biological males of Earth, is that you should be okay with that. Because not not only should you be okay with it, you should want it. Like, you should want to cry for humanity and your family and your children as much as you want to fucking watch a weird-ass fucking porno. Like, it should be that level of a biological drive, and you should be okay with it. And, like, society telling you that it's—that you're a pussy for crying at a kid's movie— Fuck society, bro. You are a real man. You are a real man. Fuck those people. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to own that shit. You need to say, as a man, to stand up and say, you know what? It is okay to cry. It is okay to have hot pink as your favorite color. Because you know what? These fucking stereotypes are killing us. They are killing us. They are destroying our fucking society. And we need to get rid of them. I I just within the last split second was like. Wait. Does this need to be a whole series? Does reclaiming masculinity need to become a whole series on this fucking show? Because it feels like it does. It feels like it does. Um, And this is so much. In line with everything else that we've been doing. Which is just about like. Sometimes men just need brothers. You know what I mean? They need somebody there to have their fucking back. And a lot of times the only option that they have. May be a right wing radical group. Okay it might be. The Proud Boys. I'm not calling you guys out specifically. I don't know any single one of you. Proud Boys. So I want to make that extremely clear. I don't know any of you as people. I would like to get to know you as people. And understand your stories. That was not meant to be derisive. That is the thing that I am getting at. It's that men, especially these days. Especially. We need to feel like (laughs) it's okay to cry. We need to have brothers in, in life. And when we look out at the world and we see the fraternal brotherhoods that are rising up in place of just the basic simple lack of this thing, like all it would have taken for most... Think of every fucking school shooter ever. Okay. I'm going to... It's true. Trigger. Sorry. Think of every school shooter ever who felt isolated and alone and alienated. All it would have taken... Really, literally, all it would have taken was one teacher or one coach, or one fucking grown-up man to say to that boy, you know what, it's okay. It is okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to get through this. It's not It's not all over. You don't have to give up. And, uh, oh, fuck, I guess reclaiming masculinity just became a whole series in real time. And you guys, if you've been a listener to, <laughs> to the show for a while, you you've heard me talk about series that don't exist yet. <laughs> um, I think this is gonna have to be one. I think it absolutely has to be. Um, and this is not a a penis centric. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not like like yes, yay, yay, dick and balls. Uh it's just about saying that this expectation that we grew up with where you will you were told that it's you were told that boys don't cry, boys boys don't play dress up, boys don't like colors, boys don't do that. Fucking stop that shit. This is the thing that we were fighting for decades ago and this has been brought up in the outrage machine many, many 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 times now uh on and off air is that like the gender stereotypes are the thing that are fucking hurting us you guys reinforcing them uh comma talking specifically to trans activists and comma um and not all trans people, because obviously not all trans people do this, but, a, like, the activists absolutely play into this. It This is what it means to be a man. This is what it means to be a woman. Fuck you, you little bitch. Go listen to Mr. Rogers and cry. Because that is the solution. That is how we get out of this black hole of nonsense around what it means to be a fucking human. Like, I am right now saying out loud, I am proud as fuck to have cried on this show. And you know what? Everybody who has cried on this show with me including the voicemail participants, I am proud as fuck of you because that's what this is. That's the mission. It's not about devolving into bullshit stereotypes. It's not about prepackaging shit into teeny tiny little color-coded boxes you can put on the hillside and point at and go, oh, look, honey, uh, That's not how fucking humans work. And this is so fucking fundamental, and I just used the word fundamental again, having heard myself use the word fundamental like 80 bajillion fucking times on this show. But it is. (laughs) It is! This is a personal message to any man out there who has ever felt like he was less than for caring fuck those people every last one of them fuck them all to death (laughs) Uh, to keep going back to fucking South Park because you know what bro your heart that shit's real and you should never be ashamed of it Never fucking ever, ever. You should never be ashamed to cry as a man. And this was not something I was... This was not a particular rabbit hole that I was planning on diving into. Um, But it's something just in retrospect. Having heard myself as a man cry on the show several times. And having heard other men cry on the show. I'm like, we need to be very clear here. That is the right answer. You know, you should never feel ashamed for being who you are and that is ultimately the goal of this whole enterprise so i i thank you for participating in it i thank you for um ha- <laughs> seeing the uh outrage trigger in my own brain go off and seeing my own rants and then taking enough time to listen to me here in my most raw, most real form to get why I'm so upset. <laughs> and bro, it's okay to be upset. Like own that shit, own it, and and live it, and just do your do your fucking best, man. Like this, boys don't cry, shit. Fuck, boys don't cry. Real men, real men, fucking cry. You know, for real. Like, if you are a grown-ass man and you have children, you know what I mean. You will cry for your fucking child. Don't let society tell you that that's not Oh, that's not how we do Fuck those people. Cry your little bitch eyes out, man. I will do it right with you. That's my last little uh uh masculinity drop for my bros because I have lots of bros and um This is weird too because I never had this as a like I never had this when I needed it. Um I never had this in junior high or high school. I didn't have any kind of like fraternal brotherhood type thing. I never went to real college, so I never got to experience that. But there there's something there. There's some magic there and it doesn't have to be a douchey let's go rape an unconscious girl behind a dumpster fuck yeah, bro. You know, or a PC principle like, oh, let's stitch after the marginal line. Uh, it it can just be about being men and being okay with that. And this is one last thing that I'm going to mention because um, it was another thing that has popped up within the last couple of days. As many of you know, I had Colin Wright on the show to talk about the the gender ideology that's built into trans activism and how it is a, I mean, it's anti-scientific, but my failing there, my failure in producing that episode, was failing to communicate the moral (laughs) failure there. Because it is so much bigger than just a rational 2 plus 2 equals 4 thing. It is so much deeper than that. And I'm so thankful to Colin for being one of the most... This guy is a supernova on these fucking issues. And he's a dick. Which, uh... I love Dick BT Dubs. <laughs> uh, but it it really is that. It's that like no, there just needs to be somebody in the room who's be who is willing to be louder than the idiot asshole who is trying to dehumanize you. You can't let that happen. You can't like you know, bad ideas are bad ideas. Like, Boys Don't Cry is a bad fucking idea, and we need to get rid of it. And I, uh, this is, this is a torch I was not like even thinking about. Like, yes, I need to carry the torch for men and tell them it's okay to cry. But you know what? This is so, <laughs> this is like spiritual for me at this level. Like, no, that, that, that's another one of my torches now. And I realize again, hashtag horribly mixed metaphors because I constantly invoke torches <laughs> when talking about the illiberal left and mob mentality. So uh you know, hopefully nuance. It's nuance. <laughs> uh don't let nuance die. Don't let uh don't let your humanity die. Don't let anybody tell you that you have to be somebody that you're not. Boys do cry. Don't let anybody tell you that you're less of a man for being in touch with your emotions um, because it's a fucking superpower. You're better than them by crying. (laughs) You really are. Um, And you prove it every day that you do it so that's it I'll, I'll talk to you guys next time thank you for listening to this week's episode if you enjoyed it please take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen you have a really good taste in podcasts clearly so you probably also have a good taste in friends and know somebody who would enjoy the show as much as you do so share the love it's what we're all about Special thanks to the friends of the show who make it possible, Rob J. Wilson, Corey Wilcox, Phil Ord, Travis Meyer, Heather Cook, Julia May, and Boone Hem. Join the Mindwave universe at mindwave.media to be a part of the Mindwave journey with us. Also, make sure to check out the other content creators in the Mindwave sandbox and please help us support their work a follow on twitter at mindwave podcast if you think i'm cute you can follow me at mindwave jenner and if you think i'm annoying wait until you see my twitter at mindwave josh thanks again for listening guys we'll talk to you next time Wave podcast is produced by Studio Stargazer. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.